This is Commanding Leadership. I'm your host, Max Harrigan. Let's get after it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Commanding Leadership, your daily dose of how to lead and win in business and military operations. This is episode 18. Now, this is a special episode for me today because today I'll be answering a question from one of my listeners. And why is that so special? Well, at the end of the day, my sole intention behind this podcast is to deliver value to you, to deliver tactics, techniques, and procedures to you, the audience, that I've found to be effective in my leadership journey. So to my good friend who submitted this question, thank you very much for your interest, and I hope I can answer it in a way that allows you to take action today. So now to the question. Max, do you think there would be something you could talk about that helps with dealing with a problem employee or soldier? Someone who is always finding themselves in the wrong place at the wrong time, or seems to have the same recurring problems day after day and week after week. I know when I was first put into a leadership role, that that was the hardest thing for me to deal with. So this is a great question. And it's great because of the dynamics that surround the situation. We've got my friend here, who is a newly promoted leader, who's being tested by one of his employees that just can't seem to find a rhythm, consistently causing problems and repeating those problems over and over and over again. Now, as a newly promoted leader, this can seem like a very tough scenario, maybe even overwhelming. Even to a seasoned leader, this can be a tough situation to handle. But I think that I have a process for you that you can use to help get you and your employee to a better place. So the first thing that you need to do when you have an employee who is constantly making mistakes is to not ignore the problem. One of my favorite sayings is leadership is not what you preach, it's what you tolerate. And if you continually allow the employee to make mistakes, then you are creating a culture in which employees feel like they will not be held accountable for their actions. And this can lead to much bigger problems for you down the road, such as losing quality senior employees because they feel like you're not holding other employees accountable for the negative impact that they have on the company. So the first step I would take here is to pull the employee aside and have a discussion with them. Personally, I recommend having a discussion in an environment where the employee feels comfortable. Now, if there's a quiet place in their workspace, I would try having the discussion there first. That's my opinion that pulling someone into your office for a heart-to-heart, at least for the initial discussion here, can set a sour tone for the interaction, because that employee might already be on the defensive walking into your office, and you want to avoid that at all costs. You want this to be an open and free-flowing discussion. And the second thing you should do, is seek first to understand, and to do so in a non-confrontational manner. You don't want to make any assumptions about the reasons why the employee is making mistakes either. You want this to be a clean slate going into the discussion. Now the goal of this part is to see if the employee is aware that he is making mistakes, and if he understands the impact that those mistakes have on the organization. Now I would approach this by saying something like, hey, Johnny, I noticed you've been having trouble hitting the production quarter the past few days, and our client is really hopeful to hit their sales goal this quarter. Is there anything going on that you want to talk about? Taking this approach does three things. One, 
It expresses your concern in a non-confrontational manner, saying that you noticed Johnny made a mistake. Two, it specifies the impact that that mistake has on the organization, but also the client. And thirdly, it allows him an opportunity to explain his situation and why he's falling behind. Now, the third thing that you need to do after you ask that question, you open the floor to the employee and you actively listen. And this is tougher than it sounds because there's a good chance that the employee might say something that makes you upset. He might accuse you of something, say the company trained him wrong, or he might even call out other employees who make mistakes too. But what's key here is that you keep a level head and you're able to internalize everything he is saying so that you can discern what the true root cause of the problem really is. Now, once you determine the root cause of the problem, the fourth thing that you should do in this situation is to identify how the employee can improve his performance or make less mistakes. Now, I suggest that you approach this in the following way. Firstly, thank you, Johnny, for explaining all of that to me. I can see how you misunderstood your responsibilities. I'll do a better job at setting expectations going forward. But let me ask you this. In the meantime, what other suggestions do you have as to how we can help you achieve your production quota? Now, the question I posed there is super important. I'm saying that you should ask the employee to provide you with suggestions, not the other way around, at least initially. Allowing the employee the opportunity to solve their own problem increases the likelihood that they will be able to fix it because now they have a personal stake in the game. But if the employee cannot determine how to fix the problem themselves, then you should be prepared to offer them some solutions from your end. Now, there's no one-size-fits-all for solutions here. So you might end up doing a combination of both, part employee suggestion, part your suggestion. But the key is that you both walk away from this discussion giving the employee actionable feedback that they can use to improve their work performance. Now, at the end, you must make sure that you thank the employee for taking the time to discuss your concerns with him and that you will follow up with them in the near future to see how things are going. Now that follow-up is the last piece of the engagement. So at the end of your discussion, you let the employee know that you would be checking back in on them. Please don't overlook this step. You've already done the hard part and confronted the employee about his mistakes hopefully in a way that allowed you both to walk away from the discussion with your heads held high, the ice is already broken. And in this step, you need to now go back to the employee and check in on their progress. This can be as simple as another walk to their workstation asking them if they feel like they've improved their work since your last discussion. If the answer is yes, and they actually have improved, great. However, if they still have not yet improved, you'll need to have another discussion with them. And this time, you're probably going to need to take it a step further and utilize disciplinary action. That means documenting your discussion on paper and outlining a formal action plan that they must stick to in order to get back on track. Unfortunately, sometimes this is necessary in order to get the level of buy-in that employee needs to move the needle in the right direction. So there it is, my five-step approach for how to deal with problem employees. Now to recap the steps. Step one is don't ignore the problem. Pull the employee aside in a comfortable environment and open the discussion with him. Step two, seek first to understand and don't make assumptions. 
Step three, actively listen to your employee's concerns so you can discern the root cause of the mistakes. Step four, ask your employee to offer suggestions as to how he can improve. Or if he doesn't have any, you need to be prepared to offer your own suggestions. And step five, follow up with the employee on his progress at a time which you've established at the end of step four. Now, I hope that answers your question, my good friend. Now to the listeners out there, if you have any questions that you would like me to answer on this podcast, please feel free to text me. You can text me at 508-964-3474. That's 508-964-3474. I'd love to hear from you and go over any burning leadership questions you might have. Thank you so much for listening. Now go get after it and have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for tuning in to Commanding Leadership. I've got some great news for you, and that is the launch of my new website, commandingleadership.com. You can head on over there and check out my blog or even read a little bit more about me. There's also a free training opportunity on the site for anyone who's interested. Thanks again for listening. Now go get after it and have a wonderful day.